0: Hey there and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business but your life. And today I have a warning message. Be aware of vipers. And this is such a powerful episode. Must listen because we're going to really dive into some things that I have learned recently and I just wanted to make sure that I can pass this information on to you. And this is those situations where you're spending time with someone who seems like an absolute dream to everything that you want, perhaps helping you with your business or you're excited to start a new romantic or platonic relationship. And then the more you get to know them, you start getting entangled with them, you realize that this is a nightmare. Them, this, the whole situation's a nightmare. And if we were to be honest, we ignored some common warning signs, which I'm going to break down and explain to you. This is a must listen if you have been susceptible in the past or perhaps now to narcissists, psychopaths, manipulators, abusers, people that you have tried to do well by and they have in return paid you back with conflict and stress and drama. If that is happening to you now or you're still licking your wounds from something that has happened, listen to this episode. We're going to really break down on how to keep yourself safe and happy and more importantly, away from those people. All right, you're going to get so many good tips coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. So glad that you are spending your time with me. This is your very first time listening. Yes, you're here. So excited that you're here. Make sure that you hit the subscribe, follow button. I know I've got people on Stitcher and Spotify and Amazon podcast, Apple Podcasts, so many different places. Like <laughs> It's hard to keep track of all these places. Anywho, make sure that you subscribe or follow and at any of those locations. That way, as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who say, yeah, Denise, yeah, I know, I'm following you already. Well, awesome. Well, I've, I've got two faves to ask of you. The first one is, I would love to hear your voice leave me a voice message. There is a link in the show notes below where you can send me a message. Tell me what you're loving about it. Tell me what you want to hear more of. I want to hear it all, all. Please include your name in your hometown. And I would love to air you in my next podcast. Okay. And if... Speaking ain't your thing. I know, I know. Maybe you haven't done the Toastmasters thing. (laughs) That's a public speaking program, by the way, for those of you like, huh, what's Toastmasters? Well, anywho, you can write me a review. Make sure that you do that so that you can be able to communicate what you've been loving reinforce everything that you have been gaining and help to grow this community. I know that there are so many people who are looking and searching for a solution, a way out, a remedy, a source of inspiration, and you can actually be that bridge. And I'm hoping that you will help me with that process. Okay. Especially if you've been gaining a lot of value during each and every one of these episodes. Okay. If you are interested in learning more about me, and obviously find me at deniseglee.com. I also will leave a links in the show notes below if you want to connect with me directly and send me a private message. And I also have some other resources that are also in the show notes below that may be of interest to you. And before I dive into today's episode, I just want to just have a quick disclaimer that this podcast is not a Substitution for coaching or therapy and that this is purely for informational purposes. This is not diagnosing or treating. This is just for you to learn and explore on your own. So I just want you to understand the context of this. I don't want anyone coming to me and saying, well, Denise is my therapist, Denise is my coach, Denise ain't your therapist, Denise ain't your coach, unless we have a agreement with one another. But this is just for the purposes of information, entertainment, value, however you want to coin it purposes. And I'm hoping that if this is really resonating with you, that you will reach out to me or reach out to someone that you can believe can help you dive into some of these issues in more detail. Recently, I had a very interesting experience with someone that I was interacting with in a a social group, an online social group. And every single time, I kid you not, they popped into my chat box. It was either to request something or try to get me to do something or more or less provide them some type of free resource. And it was very apparent that this person was extremely manipulative. And they were using some tactics that I'm going to talk more about in today's episode that alerted me, oh my goodness, I'm dealing with a viper. And so let me explain what a viper is. You know, viper is a type of snake. And I always think of, there's nothing wrong with snakes, by the way, God loves all his creatures. But when I think about the snake, the the essence of the snake, it's stealth. It's sneaky. It's secretive. It's dubious and if, if it feels threatened, it will come and attack you. It will disable you with their poison. Their poison may be their sweet words <laughs> or disable you with their angry words. So many different ways and it'll immobilize you and then they'll drag you into whatever the area they want. Some smother you with their coils and wrap around you and literally knock the air out of your breath and so this idea of vipers i just want to discuss with you because i think for a lot of us who are caring sensitive people who really want to do good in the world we may have have a beacon sign that attracts these type of personalities and I just wanna call it for what it is. They fall into the bin of sociopaths where they have no freaking idea what their reality is versus actual reality. Their mind is completely distorted. Okay? Where or they have borderline personality disorder, narcissism, all certain types of flavors. And today, I really want to focus and zoom in on this idea of narcissists. We've all heard of narcissism, but we may not really quite understand what that is or where that comes from. And I'm hoping that as you're listening to this, that you will kind of gain some understanding. I'm going to dive into some pop culture news to kind of bring this concept home because I think it's just really important. I think that we live in a day and an age where we just don't tolerate it, tolerate narcissism. We actually encourage it within ourselves and we we see it all over the place where we see celebrities more or less engaging in a self-obsessed narcissist behavior. I was thinking about one particular celebrity who not only had one wedding, they had two weddings. And I was looking at the poor groom, the poor groom's face. He is a recovering alcoholic, poker gambler, all this thing. And his face looked like he was in a trance. He didn't even know what was going on. The His wife, also a celebrity, was smiling, beaming from ear to ear. It was so apparent that this woman was a narcissist and her husband, her betrothed, was just being dragged along for the ride. And I hope that this guy gets the help that he needs. And I don't really want to drop names because that will cause distraction from the main point of our conversation. We see narcissism everywhere. We narcissism is also being fueled via social media. How many times have we been told that we need to post, post, post some more, get those likes, get that feedback, get those followers, raise up those numbers. That fuels narcissism. And if you're a millennial like me, you might have grown up in the age of participation trophies where you would get lauded and praised for, for just showing up. Not necessarily winning necessary, not necessarily accomplishing anything, but just showing up this generation has been more or less coddled by our parents, the baby boomers, and you may be exception, okay, you may be listening to and say, well, I'm not a narcissist well, if this is ge- it's just, if this message is starting to irritate you, perhaps this is some time for you to reflect and think about that because we're going to dive deeper into what narcissism really is and at the core of narcissism before i dive into any of this stuff is this idea of a fragile ego that needs constant external validation in order for you or them or whoever to feel okay with themselves I talk about an amazing attitude. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below about how you can grow authentic and real self-esteem and self-worth that doesn't depend on needing attention from others or validation from others or gold or trophies or badges or X amount of dollar a month or whatever being acknowledged whatever social club that you're in it's about you just loving who you are at a deep level and amazing attitude it's going to help you form real authentic sense of worth so that you're not susceptible to vipers or in some cases to be honest with you becoming a viper yourself now let's talk a little bit more about what is narcissism What what is that really And as I mentioned earlier, it's one of several personality disorders, and it's a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships have you ever met people who are never seem to keep a job more than a year or they have a job more, more than a year? They're constantly talking about fights and fuses as something out of real trash wise of whatever city. There's always some type of drama and they have a complete lack of empathy for others. For example, you could be having a horrible day and you're trying to just do the bare minimum to stay Afloat, and someone just demands you to do something with complete disregard that you are literally falling apart at the seams. And I believe that we live in a culture that not just acknowledges it, but celebrates it, and that's very disturbing. And here are some symptoms of someone who may be narcissistic. And again, if this is something that is feeling challenging to you, I would highly encourage you to continue listening to this because this is, This message is not geared to shame or condemn or make you feel uncomfortable, but this is designed to shine a light on something that probably needs some more healing, something that needs examination because narcissism doesn't just pop out out of nowhere. It comes from unresolved issues and we're going to talk about some symptoms of how narcissism manifests. As I mentioned earlier, an exaggerated sense of self-importance. I think about constantly—I well, shouldn't say constantly. I have—I think about in uh, Instagram, for example, and seeing ladies just post photo after photo after photo of herself. And the caption would just be more about themselves and more about how cool and awesome they are. And don't get me wrong. Like, there's nothing wrong with feeling cool and awesome about yourself. But if you're so self-obsessed at the expense of anything else, you got to really ask yourself, what is really going on? Okay, let me continue on. Having a sense of entitlement and requiring constant attention, excessive admiration. How many times have you seen a celebrity that just goes to more ex- bizarre and bizarre and bizarre tactics to get attention? I think about, never forget when Britney Spears uh, was this MTV Music Awards and she was dancing with a snake and then kissing, tongue kissing McDonough. It's, it, you just had to ask yourself, what is going on? Uh, let me continue with the list, exaggerated achievements and talents. How many times have people would never let an achievement go without telling everyone? And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with achievement. Achievement inspires and motivates. But what if you're constantly just trying to explain far above and beyond what you've done? For example, you Someone says they ran a race and they say, well, I won the race. But in reality, they participated in the race and they may, not, they may have got a high score, but they didn't win it. How many times have you listened to people who kind of distort what has happened? Okay, let me give you some other ones. Is being preoccupied with fantasies of success and power and brilliance and beauty or the perfect mate? This is where people believe that they are superior and can go only associate with equally special people. People who monopolize conversations, to belittle, or lock down on people who they perceive as inferior. How many times have you been in a situation where someone who feels uncomfortable just gets abrupt? doesn't say anything they up and leave or they cut you off they won't even let you say anything in the conversation they seem to want to have the focus on them all the time okay or they behave in an arrogant and haughty manner and they come in off as conceited boastful or pretentious i, I was thinking Shortly before this recording, I used to watch this run reality TV show. I'm not going to mention the name because I don't want you to go looking for it. <laughs> and the, the character, and I do mean character because there's no way that this was a real human being. And they were totally fueled with alcohol and anger. And they just kept on talking about the same stuff. Over and over and over and over again. And even when people, especially her son and other castmates, would try to calm her down, she would just seem to just want to amplify the insanity more and more to a point where, I think at one point, she had to be put in rehab. It was insane. I think that the producers obviously egged her on, but she had definitely emotional imbalance issues. That was exasperated as through that reality TV show. And here's another one: is expecting a narcissist expects special favors and unquestioning compliance with their expectations. Have you ever? And I think about that in the beginning of our, of our conversation when I was telling you about that person who was messaging me privately. She just kept peppering me with questions and trying to get me to do things. And I didn't owe her anything. And I didn't know her. She was a stranger, but she felt insisting on getting what she wanted at all costs. We live in a culture where it emphasizes the grind capacity, meaning that you're working hard and you're doing certain things and you're constantly moving, you're constantly taking initiative. But I think this also fuels narcissism, where people think that they have to trample over people's emotional boundaries and cross boundaries in terms of what is reasonable expect, especially from strangers. I see this happening over and over and over again. And the reality is you may think to yourself, well, we all have moments where we miscommunicate or we're a little of a diva or we may find ourselves being a little bit more opinionated. We may be feeling a little bit sensitive. And that's totally normal. We all have those moments. I'm talking about if the majority of your time or the person that you're listening to or associating with his exhibiting these characteristics, odds are they're a narcissist. Odds are. And the reality is there's some deeper issues that are, un- are behind that. And here are some issues is that They become impatient and angry when they don't receive the special treatment. They feel significant interpersonal problems and easily feel slighted upset. Have you ever met someone that even when you try to point out something that is their legit fault or they did not become responsible for it, perhaps you asked them, hey, we have a hard deadline for X day to do something or I need you to pick up this is important. And they agree to and they drop the ball and then when you ask them what's up, they get angry and defensive. These are people who have difficulty regulating their emotions and their behaviors. They're at one moment elated and the next moment they are sad. That's also a form of bipolar disorder. But we this is, again, beyond the scope of the conversation. We're specifically talking about narcissism. But that's kind of one of the, one of the flavors, the hallmarks of it. And often these people react with rage or contempt and they try to belittle the other person to make themselves appear superior. Because, you know, behind all of this bravado is a lot of insecurity, is a lot of shame, and it's a lot of inability to accept themselves and the world the way it is. So they try to strong arm their way through a situation and I'm not going to lie, as I as I am even kind of thinking about this and reflecting about all the things that I've learned, I have to be honest with you and admit, yeah, I was a narcissist myself. I had a lot of shame myself with several issues and not feel my own addiction issues. And it's not something that I want you to feel bad about. If this is happening to you, either you're exhibiting these characteristics or perhaps you may be... Receiving it because oftentimes with these issues, there's a little bit of drama on both parties, not just with one person. I was listening to a client, she was talking with me about she wanted help to leave her emotionally abusive husband who was manipulating her. And then, as I was listening more to the story, the man is extremely depressed. He's on several pills. He's also an alcoholic. And the reason why she was so upset was because she found out her husband was spying on her, found out that she was having an affair. She wanted out. But the reason why she wasn't leaving and filing divorce papers was because she wasn't making the amount of money that she wanted in order to leave. And she herself, she came from a very dysfunctional family where her, fam- her father was absent and she was more or less serving her husband the daddy bill, meaning that heaping all the unresolved pain and issues that she didn't resolve with her daddy onto her husband. And the reality was her husband was begging and pleading and desperate to hold on to a marriage with a woman who hated his guts and that's some sad stuff. It's some real sad stuff. And there was pain and defunction on both ends. And instead, this particular client was, instead of honestly owing up to her side of the street and saying, yeah, you know, maybe I had a part in this. Yeah, maybe there were some things that I Did badly that contributed to it. She just wanted to focus on how manipulative and how abusive her husband was. And I'm sitting here thinking, boy, I'm so sad for this husband. I'm hoping that she will call 911 if he ever tries to commit suicide in her presence. And this is something that cannot be resolved. And just simply listening to this podcast. If this is something that you're experiencing right now, if there's some deep, unresolved emotion, emotional issues, the first step is to acknowledge that, hey, like I've got a problem. The second step is have the confidence that you can find the solution. And the third is actually do it. I don't care if you take amazing attitude, sign up working with me, sign up working with a therapist. I don't care what you do. But I just want you to do something because this particular situation that I mentioned was was heartbreaking in a sense that not only was the relationship with the husband was being impacted she, she was also having her young son observe all the six-year-old son and so it was heartbreaking all around and I don't want that happening to you so just take action now you may be thinking now oh man this is uncomfortable. Well, you know what? This whole process of becoming the best version of yourself requires for you to ask yourself, is there a part of my own issues that are coming to play with that? Because oftentimes when people are attracted to narcissists or, or they are narcissists, they've got a lot of unresolved issues that need desperate attention and cleanup. And I don't see any other way around it unless you ask yourself these kind of questions. Like, am I, how am I contributing to this? Where can I do the, a change? How can, I, how can I fix this? A famous psychologist, Cartman, I forgot his last name. He created this drama triangle. You may have heard of it. Where, imagine on each end, there is a victim, a persecutor or villain. And oftentimes I see, and I've been in these situations where we get stuck on these situations where we we feel we're victimized and we can't do anything and there's some villain or we want to feel self-righteous and we want to persecute them and we're going to get at them or we're going to say nasty things about them or to anyone who will listen to them. And it's so, so tempting to get stuck in that role. To answer your question, you may have been thinking about how I dealt with that person who was messaging me, chat messaging. I realized that in order for me to find that way out, I need to get my power back. And that means hit the block button so that this person can no longer communicate with me privately. For a lot of us, we're not feeling the need to hit that block button, politely excusing yourself Saying that you cannot help them, you can't accommodate them, is because there's a part of us, if we are to be honest with us, has loved the drama. And the reason why we love the drama is because it's familiar to us. We may have experienced this in our childhood of origin, experienced this with our early relationships, romantic or work-wise. And it's hard to get out of the cycle, especially if you've had multiple similar interactions and so I just want you to know that I sympathize with you. I understand with you this takes time. The more you do work like an amazing attitude, you do the work in PRN coaching, that's when the changes happen, okay? And I don't want you to get scared or a nerd because all of us don't like looking at ourselves. All of us don't like the silence. I was reading this really interesting book called... Do Hard Things by Steve Magnus. And he quotes a very interesting study where a series of participants, men and women, were placed into a silent room with nothing for 15 minutes other than a button to induce pain shocks. And would you believe that two-thirds of the men and a quarter of the women preferred to be shocked than actually tolerate the silence. And that also includes tolerating the discomfort. When you're processing these types of feelings and emotions, it, it will make you feel discomfort. Because we live in a society with cell phones and all these electronic features that constantly distract ourselves 24-7. And it prevents us from being introspective and allowing ours to really process what's going on. So I'm hoping that as you're listening, challenge yourself for at least five minutes, just sit in the silence and just reflect about what I've said, your experiences, and think to yourself, what do I need to do next? Okay, now let's kind of recap everything that we've talked about. I mentioned to you about narcissists. And this is definitely an issue that has been developed from a combination of upbringing, okay, from our society. And you do not deserve to be around people that try to make you feel like a zero in order for them to feel 10. And behind all those feelings of them trying to be bravado or demanding or manipulative is because they are covering up massive tons of shame and guilt and insecurity. And I want you to recognize that as such, if you need to, please remove yourself politely from them or their environment. There's no reason why you have to make yourself a human sacrifice, a punching bag in order for you to be able to have good relationships. And if this means that you need to take some time and reflect on yourself and ask yourself, what in the world was I doing to attract them? Right? That means that you need to do the work. Amazing attitudes, one. Coaching is another. Therapy is another. I don't really care how you go about to do it, but I just want you to do the work. And lastly, I just want you to understand that this is a process. This is not something that's going to be resolved overnight. And so take as much time as you need to to work through it. Okay? Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that I said about narcissism or just anything in general that you want me to kind of build on? Let me know. Contact me. My contact information is in the show notes below. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.